what is the best way of finding recruiters to contact and how should you approach them? Good question. Hmm. Okay, uh, let's see the first part of the question. What is the best way of finding recruiters to contact? Um, God, there are so many uh, <laughs> sources. Uh, well, well, let's start with just LinkedIn. You can literally type in the search, uh, uh, you know, frame store recruiter or whatever studio re recruiter and you will somehow find uh, a lead and, and you can find uh, people there try to uh, uh, contact them um, and eventually and even on, on, on LinkedIn I don't remember I did it a, a while ago I don't remember how it's done just google it but basically you can have LinkedIn push uh, all, all the job offer that are, are coming from recruiters directly to your own uh, to, to, to your own email. So this way you have this information pushed to, to, to you. So that's that's a way to do it. Uh, there's a lot of group uh, on, I know some on uh, Facebook, but there's most definitely some on Discord uh, as well uh, that are basically like forum that they're going to share. Oh, I've heard that this studio is looking for animators. Oh, I've looked at this. Um, other studio is, is looking as well. Um, that's another way to to do it. Uh, just make connection, participate. You know, we have a monthly animation challenge. Uh, just participate and look at all the different entry comments on some of the great animation. Get into a dialogue. Hey, where are you working? I really like blah blah blah. And eventually, oh, you're at this studio. Well, you know, just by the way, I'm uh, I'm working on my showreel and, and looking for for work. So it's a way to just leave. Uh, all those little, um, little information here and there, uh, just by um, being known. So, um, yeah. Well, what else, dude? Uh, I got some thoughts. I think that basically, you, you, once you start putting yourself out there, you're going to start to know some of the recruiters. And like mm -hmm. you see, back with what David was talking about with Manny when we had him on, he taught, he he literally started building relationships with the recruiters. He did that by building a rapport with them. And so you just have to start by that first interaction. And most maiden major companies are going to have some sort of like look looking for a job kind of like button to push on their website that will send you to the right place. And you're you essentially what you will normally see happening is that application along with any links to the demo reel will go to a recruiter first they're sort of the first stage filter they know enough about what the team's looking for that they're able to like sort of separate the chaff from from the from the wheat right like they need to make sure that what they're handing off to their directors to actually go over and their team leads that it's not a waste of their time mm -hmm. so what you know so they're going to be one who ones who are usually reaching back out to you once you've actually submitted something um you, you can also i i might i really encourage people to find um, this is maybe a little more difficult now, but hopefully over the next you know year or so, it'll become a lot easier again to look for local uh, groups, local animation groups that you can join because you can crowdsource this kind of information with the information you're looking for. People, other people, just by collecting experiences, they might have contacts to give you directly. And then you can actually, rather than using their system, maybe you can actually email a recruiter directly. That's a lot more personal. Um, that's, you know, you, you, it's, it's kind of, it makes you stand out amongst everybody else um, as opposed to just sort of, you know, following the basic sort of steps that everyone else is, uh, is following. So yeah, I think just, you just need to start networking. Don't worry so much about the recruiters at the beginning, just worry about involving yourself in a community and all that other information is just going to come organically over time i think yep um and how should you approach them uh, mm. 
<laughs> I would say if the video, I don't know if the video with uh, the interview we had with uh, uh, Manny, yeah, it's already on uh, the library yeah, of Agra so. uh, community. But, you know, uh, one of the tips that he shared is, is still for me one, one of the top tips. Basically, you know, you politely send your your showreel, but periodically, each time you have a new update, uh, you kind of use this opportunity to send this uh, update so it doesn't feel that you're sending the same show reel over and over and you're just annoying because, I mean, if they didn't already contacted you, either they didn't select your show reel or they just don't have any opening. So there's no reason of uh, a, a, a insisting. Uh, but if you have an update, then it kind of leaves this little door to say, oh, by the way, um, I just wanted to mention that I have a new piece on my showreel. And, and if you mm -hmm. do that periodically, not every week, but every three months or, or something yeah. like that mo moving forward, it's a constant reminder and it's going to be, about, wow, this this guy or this girl is really working on it, is, is really motivated, and we see the, the progress and the kind of shots that are added on the uh, on the showreel. So that, that to me is a good uh, uh, approach. Ask yourself, how can I be relevant and not annoying when I uh, uh, <laughs> contact them and that's it. and just yeah just put yourself in the position of someone that is receiving this mm -hmm. kind of a hundred of those messages a day so be yeah. brief don't go into the entire history of of your life just be very concise polite brief yeah keep it keep it short keep it simple just the important information thank you goodbye uh, if they're not answering you two weeks after, don't email them again. Just go ask, hey, by the way, why didn't you uh, <laughs> answer my previous uh, uh, email? Um, but if they don't answer and you have a new piece three months after, guess what? Hey, hi, me again. Oh, by the way, I have this, this new, uh, uh, new thing on my showreel. So yeah. that's a very good technique to just... And you obviously do that with multiple studios. So you mm -hmm. send all those rem reminders uh, multiple times. And e even if you have a job right now, especially if you're more of a freelancer, you're going from one project to another, it's not because you're at one... Uh, job if you just happen on night and weekend to finish a new piece that you don't want to continue to send those updates uh, because maybe that's going to lead to an offer that you will receive two months from now which is going to be a perfect timing with the project that will be uh, finishing so it's a ever evolving uh, um, process so I mean I I have another thing to say here which is I think basically what one of the, I think because David touched on this slightly and it, this seems to be a common trend of people uh, you know asking this like the anxiety of knowing how much is too much like it's 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 important to stay um you know it's 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 important to create the create create a positive flow of information rather than letting that become like a vacuum and then you know that you just become obsolete because you just sort of disappear you sent one email and then you're gone versus becoming like someone they're going to call the police on because you're stalking them what you want to do is you want to stay very very far away from anything that's going to guilt anybody you have to understand that these people are very busy and they're not they're not getting back to you because they're taking they're, they've taken it personally or they they want to make you feel bad usually it comes down to they're probably way too busy to reply to everybody um, especially if they're busy trying to fill a job and because they're often filling jobs for multiple projects so i mean a good example of of what i've seen as far as recruiting departments are concerned there's usually a handful anywhere between you know one to five recruiters but possibly two to three teams at least 
that they're actually trying to fill. And when I see teams, I mean full projects with multiple departments. So let me just let me just start by saying that these people are very very busy. So it has nothing to do with anything other than the, the being them being busy and also maybe not knowing how to tell you that you're you haven't quite made the cut. So just just assume that you know it's fine. Just keep keep updating them like David's saying. And I think that that, that what they're gonna what you're, at least you're gonna do is show them that you're improving. You're not just sitting there twiddling your thumbs and pouting in a corner because you didn't get picked picked for the basketball team. Instead, you're working on training. And so that you do better your chances of getting picked for the basketball team, just showing, just putting out the optics that that's what you're doing and staying positive and constructive is a huge feather in your cap that goes well beyond one single, uh, one single demo reel improvement. It's sort of, it's again, it's, it, it creates a narrative and that narrative, it shows character and it shows things that are like perseverance and it shows, and, and also professionalism because you yeah. were able to keep it professional when you send those emails. Like these are things that demo reels don't usually capture. It's what you usually hope to be able to broadcast during an interview and in a weird way. Way, if you can turn that weird back and forth or the constant just updates of your demo reel into almost a weird interview with a one-sided interview, then yeah. wicked. You've just done yourself a huge service. Yeah, that's the another tricky part. And I, I don't know how to, it, it's definitely not an advice, but a reality when it's the same thing as, you know, when recruiters will or supervisor will look at, at your showreel, they will probably look at the first 10 seconds, then they're going to scrub through it. And then if that 15 second of showcase is satisfying for them, then they're going to look in, uh, uh, into it. Um, in the same sense, I feel that the recruiters, just based on your email, they're going to extrapolate. <clears throat> and if your email is very slightly passive passive aggressive yeah. they're going to think that oh my god this yeah. will be a disaster exactly. uh, if it's slightly irritated they oh so any kind of vibe that totally uh, that is going to be in, in that uh, email is going to be taken out of proportion but if it's Absolutely. very simple clear straight to the point and polite yep. and say oh okay that's actually someone that's that could very be a good team totally. player within the the the, the, the team yep. so just be careful and you can even have a you know a template that you're using and you're just adjusting obviously the, the name and maybe you have a little customization based on who <laughs> that person is or what the studio is yeah so it kind of feel not like a template but at the same time yeah. if you do that with multiple studio uh it is just a way to be more um, to to more efficient. Um, I see just there. Be careful. That, just be yeah. careful with the template. I've 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 received uh, emails from people looking for a job that are clearly a template that they forgot to update. So just it, it's a good idea, <laughs> but it, it it can be pretty embarrassing if you don't swap it out with the. Uh, with it's the a it's a hack that you have to use yeah. carefully because <laughs> yeah, it can be awkward if you forget to yes, change the name and change it. the name of the studio. Uh, yeah, oops. With great power <laughs> comes great responsibility. So <laughs> just be careful. You've been warned. You've been warned.